This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome back to the morning run. It looks like the FTSE Bursa Malaysia KLCI is in positive territory still. It's up 0.22%, trading at 1,451. Taking its cue from the US, Singapore Straits Times is also up 0.81%, trading at 3,129. But let's focus our attention on Malaysia markets because MIDF recently released an outlook on Malaysia's economy where they expected Malaysia's GDP to climb to 4.7% in 2024. Their positive outlook is driven by multiple external factors, a rebound in international trade, affirmative government policies, as well as the ongoing recovery of China's economy together with a pause in rate hikes by the US Federal Reserve. On the other hand, domestic catalysts include an improving job market, which will lead to income growth, the sustained recovery of the tourism sector and sustained consumption. So what then will be impact on the Bursa Malaysia? Will 2024 be a better year for equities? And how should we position our investments then? Now, for more insights, we speak to Imran Yusuf, Head of Research at MIDF, Amana Investment Bank. Good morning, Imran. Foreign fund flows have been cautious into ASEAN 5 markets this year, you know, compared to developed APEC markets. What would entice foreign investors to return to ASEAN 5 markets next year? Hi, good morning. Uh, Thanks for having me. Well, one thing that we can note, uh, one way that we can see a reversal is uh, some rotational play. We expect that uh, next year there will be some rotational play into ASEAN 5 markets. We have seen this previously. If you look at uh, last year, uh, where ASEAN 5 saw net inflows about 11.2 billion US dollars, but uh, the developed APEC saw outflows about 70 billion US dollars. So it could be ASEAN 5 uh, turns next year. And then valuation as well, uh, we, we would see it has become compelling as compared to other uh, markets. Uh, so as you know, other market valuation rises and, and becomes a bit more expensive, then ASEAN 5 uh, could see... Uh, that uh, inflows for next year. And then lastly, of course, the factors that would be a continued economic and earnings growth. The FBM KLCI is likely to end in the red this year as one of the worst performing indices in APEC, ahead of only China and Thailand. What accounts for the leg up performance? Uh, still, uh, we have about two weeks to go uh, before we see <laughs> that it's in the red. But, well, one thing is because of weakness uh, and sentiment for the banking sector in the first half. Uh, because the banking turmoil in in US and Europe, if you remember SVB episode Credit Suisse, that has pulled in sentiment towards the negative. And KLCI uh, being heavily weighted by banks, we estimate about 45% uh, was impacted by this. But if you look at the performance of FBM KLCI on a quarterly basis, you can see there is some improvement because third quarter and fourth quarter, we see it... uh, what, what we have seen so far, that it's been eking out gains. Uh, so I think first half was really what uh, pulled FBM KLCI down. Now, Imran, our local market is not the best and certainly not the worst. Now, what needs to be done to make it more attractive? I mean, are our company's earnings not attractive enough? No, uh, companies' earnings have been very attractive, actually. Uh, if you look, uh, they have been. we have been seeing earnings growth. It's just that the problem is that we have faced with the valuation headwinds. Of course, uh, last year and this year, the headwind came from the tightening cycle by the U.S. Fed. Uh, and that has caused you know, valuation to, to be depressed, especially for, for our region. So uh, maybe in terms of improving sentiment, uh, 
where it can improve our valuation, hopefully with the US Fed pause. And now they're even looking at three cuts next year. Hopefully mm. that will help uh, in terms of uh, the valuation side. So in terms of sector earnings forecasts, financial and energy will be leading the sectoral earnings growth for 2024. Is this just a case of a low base effect or are there significant reasons for this earnings accretion? Uh, but yes, uh, most of the part is because of a low base effect because some companies have recorded losses this year or we expect it to record loss for this year. For example, MMHE. But then once it turns back to profitability, so it skews the, in terms of the percentage growth. But having said that, we do expect, for example, banks to record better earnings uh, with improving income outlook. One of the things is that the banks, for example, this year have been impacted by uh, bond yield spiking, uh, where it impacted their non-interest income. So this could be a reverse next year. So we have seen lately how bond yields have also fallen. And what are the risks that we should still consider that might derail this you know, positive outlook? Uh, two biggest risks for us is basically possible recession in the US. And then in terms, uh, the other one is geopolitics, where escalation uh, of uh, the conflict in the Middle East, where it escalates into a wider regional conflict. I know it's uh, too early to call for US recession at the moment, mm-hmm. as the economic numbers is still resilient. But we have two indicators, uh, basically the one uh, one is uh, LEI and the other one is US Treasury yield spread, uh, have shown uh, or provide some sort of a warning signal that there is a possibility of a US recession. We have seen how good of a predictive uh, indicators these are uh, and that has uh, basically become a downside risk for us. Mm. Because if there's a US recession or a conflict in the Middle East, it will not only affect sentiment and valuation, but also economic growth and ascending extension earnings as well. With that, what is your FBM KLCI year-end target for 2024? And what is that premised on? So our year-end target for KLCI is uh, 1,665 points for next year. So that's mainly premised on earnings growth of around 12%. Uh, but in terms of valuation, we still believe that it will be below its historical range of 16 to 17 times. So next year, we're looking at a PE of 15 times. Uh, while we, we, we said earlier we expect valuation headwinds to dissipate, the downside risk may limit the rise of the valuation for our market. So really, the the, the one that will drive FBM Calcia next year is earnings in a sense. What are some of the key themes that uh, you think we should really be keeping an eye on in 2024? Well, one coming from uh, the economic outlook, we expect there will be a recovery in external trade. Uh, so we, because what we have seen this year, our export have been uh, on a negative growth trend. So we expect that to reverse back to positive next year. So those uh, companies uh, or sectors that are relating to external trade, for example, uh, transportation, ports and the like, uh, will, will likely be a ben- beneficiary there. Uh, secondly, is in terms of government policies, we expect a lot of uh, to see some implementation. Hopefully, a lot more implementation. A lot of them have been announced this year, but the one that we are most excited about is NETR, uh, the National Energy Transition Roadmap. Mm-hmm. So we expect uh, more implementation or some some more announcement coming from from this side. And then, lastly, in terms of uh, the spendings from the government, uh, we look at a uh, tough Malaysia plan midterm review, how the government will continue to 
uh, with its 90 billion development expenditure. So right. there's no announcement in infrastructure projects. So we, we we think that that could be a catalyst once, for example, M33 is announced. Mm. And finally, what are your top three picks for 2024? So going by the the themes that we said earlier, so with NETR, we we, we like uh, EPCC solar players like Sam Eden, where we have a target price of 154. And Sunview at 113. So we expect more jobs uh, coming from for them. Uh, and then Gamuda uh, target price 555. This is in terms of the development expenditure, and hopefully we'll get the infrastructure launches. So look out for construction players. Out of them, we like Gamuda. And then lastly, Westport to play on the recovery of the external trade team, uh, where we have a target price of 430 cents. Imran, thank you so much. That was Imran Yusuf, head of research at MIDF Investment Bank, uh, targeting a 1,665 level for the Bursa KLCI, seeing three trends, external trade reversal, reversion, any tariff policy implementation and public government spending, targeting four core sectors, Samaden, Sunview, Gamuda and Westport. That's all the time we have now, but up next, we have the Ringgit and Sense, where we look at the role of financial planners and how this profession has evolved over time. That's happening after the 9.30 a.m. news bulletin. Stay tuned BFM 89.9 You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9 The Business Station For more stories of the same kind download the BFM app